Hey friends, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish, here with another episode of Sly Flourish's Lazy GM Prep. In this weekly show, I go through steps from Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master while preparing for my Sunday role-playing game. In this case, I am running the campaign adventure Scarlet Citadel by Kobold Press. This show, like all of the work of Sly Flourish, is brought to you by the patrons of Sly Flourish. Patrons get access to the City of Arches Sourcebook, Uncovered Secrets Volume 1 and 2, a whole bunch of exclusive adventures, video previews, a dedicated Discord server, a monthly Q&A, whole lots of stuff that you get from becoming a patron of Sly Flourish. But most of all, you help me put on shows like this. To the patrons of Sly Flourish, thank you so much for your continuing support. So I, I did not have a game last week. So we are we are two weeks out from a game and we are probably closing in. We're, we're in the last chapter and I think we're in that, if we think of like a roller coaster, we're sort of crossing over the threshold and starting that race down to the bottom where we're getting to the end of the uh, the end of the campaign itself. And I'm kind of excited for that. Like, I don't know if other people feel the way I do, but but when I start to get towards the end of the campaign, I'm kind of ready to be done. I'm kind of ready. To, I'm kind of ready to move on. We, we all have heard, I think, my current issues with Scarlet Citadel as a campaign adventure. I found it pretty hard to run. This, this is not an adventure that I recommend. And it is because it takes a fair amount of work for me to process all the stuff that's in this adventure so that I can actually run it at the table. In particular, it is way wordy as an adventure. It is it, that in many cases you will have entire chambers where they could be three pages long for the description of a single, a single, a single chamber, a single location. And that's just too many words. It needs to be far briefer. Particularly, I, like, I've read it. I've read these chapters. I've sat down. I went through them. And then you're like, you know, but I'm reading a lot of stuff and I forget what's there. And I need a quick reference. And there's just no quick reference in this. There's no easy way for me to determine what, what are the five most important things that are going on in this room so I don't forget. And there's nothing really like that. So I don't find it to be a particularly usable product, and that makes it harder for me to run. There's also other issues with it. It starts you off with, it's, it's so kind of driven to be a hardcore adventure, like an old school hardcore adventure that it sort of like throws really hard monsters at, at you right off the bat. And with the intention of like to show how hard this is going to be, but it has no motivation for you to continue. So like you go and you get your punch in the face by the butcher and you're like, well, I'm out of here. And, and you don't have any reason to go. So the motivation to actually travel through the Scarlet Citadel, the, the adventure really doesn't have any. So we had to create, and I and I did, and the adventure that we have with my group is really good, where they have a dedicated reason that they're basically trying to save the region from the dangers of having these ley lines twisting and turning and being driven to fuel terrible magic that they could end up creating a, a new version of the Western Wastes, but here in the Crossroads region. So I've created a... My, my group and I have come together with those motivations. We reinforce them in our session zero. And that meant that even though they did get their punch in the face repeatedly, that they went back they knew they had to go back. They knew they had to go back to figure this out because they have to save the region. That was a motivation I had to bring to the adventure. So my, my sort of rating scale for campaign adventures comes down to like, how much work do I have to do to wrangle the adventure to be something that works well for my group? There's definitely times where I wrangle an adventure in ways that I want to wrangle it. There's ways that I want to change the adventure in order to fit my needs or fit my, my desires and the desires of the, of the players. And the easier it is for me to do that, the better. 
But when I have to do it, because I don't feel like when I when I feel like things are either incomplete or non-existent or that, you know, they just don't work. They don't work the way we think they're going to work. And when I have to do a lot of work to get an adventure to go on the right path, that to me is not means it wasn't really worth the money that I paid because I can I can homebrew my own adventure. I don't I don't need to buy one. The reason why I buy adventures like this is because they have lots of good material. And Scarlet Citadel really does. The maps are fantastic. The design is really good. The things that are in these chambers and the the inner workings of these chambers is really fun. It feels very mega dungeon-like. And I think at the end of this, my players and I are going to look back and remember this campaign and say, that was really fun. We ran a great big mega dungeon and it was really fun. There was a good story that was going on. There were really interesting rooms, really interesting chambers, lots of NPCs that that you know we dealt with all throughout. There's a lot of good stuff in there. That just took me a lot of work to get there. And that's 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 my big complaint, my big complaint for it. So looking at last week, let's take a look at or the week before on what happened. The characters are now down in the down in the Black River, the river that's beneath the area. This is the whole map. I have this in Albert Rodeo. They made their way down. And one one thing that I, I kind of let me get rid of some of these windows here. We don't need to see all that stuff. There we go. Now it's a little easier to see stuff. So one of the things that I kind of screwed up on a little bit is that I, I, I had decided that it, in order for them to kind of make their way through and accomplish the quest that they had, that they had to defeat four creatures to... So, so in my in my version of this game, I have these things called the the icosahedrons. That there's these these icons of a deity or sort of a deity like entity known as the Weird Weaver, who's sort of the god of of chaos, not bad chaos, but like good randomness, right? The randomness that keeps the world going the way that the world goes, and this god's randomness was trapped in these powerful icosahedrons they look like giant d20s and four entities had captured these d20s and were using them down here in the scarlet citadel to manipulate magic in a bunch of different ways you had the lady that i forget her name that did a bunch of stuff with slimes and oozes and was using it to generate weird biological life you had kagoth z who was using it to twist time you had immorta the debased who was using it to summon really powerful creatures and you have gellert the gruesome who was using it to channel void magic so I had these like four villains and that really worked well. And then I said for the, and so they dealt with the first two so far, but then the third one was, was Immorta the Debase, Icosahedron. They've already defeated her and she left, but she said, look, like in order for you to capture and contain the third Icosahedron, you're going to have to defeat these creatures that I summoned. And there were four of these creatures there was, and some of them already existed. Like some of the creatures she didn't summon, but already were around. Lagfell the Lich, for example, was one of the creatures who is sort of bound to the Icosahedron and has to be defeated. But then a couple of other ones were the the Chained Thing, which is this really powerful undead creature, Shogoth, which is this you know summoned outer outer world entity, and what was oh and 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 Immorta the Debased herself. So they've already kind of defeated Immorta the Debased, and in doing so has you know gotten rid of one of the th- one of the four anchors that was sort of anchoring the third icosahedron but then there were three others now where i screwed up is i sort of instead of saying like you could just go and defeat each of these three bosses i i ended up following what the what the adventure did and said that they're they're kind of connected that you're not going to be able to defeat lagfell directly that she is a lich she's really powerful and she'll wipe you out if you don't but there's an enemy who is trapped here who can help you defeat lagfell and that's the river king that there's an entity called the river king who is trapped by lagfell in this chamber protected by these wraiths of lagfell we're gonna we're gonna get rid of a couple one of these guys we're gonna just have four of these wraiths protected by these wraiths but if the river king escapes the river king was 
a uh, an entity of Karen, a, a protector of the river. And when Lagfell switched over from worshipping Charon to worshipping Vardazane, betrayed the River King and encased him in a sarcophagus and stuck him in here. And he's been trapped here ever since. But the characters, that they can defeat the Wraiths, they can open up the thing and release the River King. And in doing so, the River King can then go right after Lagfell. And then they, can, they, they now have an ally who can, who, can defeat, who can help them defeat Lagfell. So I did that. But then Lagfell is also the summoner of the chain thing which means that there's sort of two entities you have to defeat. You know, you now have this like three-part quest of like, you got to defeat Lag... You got to, in order to defeat Lagfell, you got to release the River King. But then it was also like, well, in order to release the River King, you need a key. And who holds the key? And the answer was this Brutewer, the Blood Hag. So then they had to go meet Brutewer. And they did that last session. That was actually pretty fun. They met Brutewer. Brutewer, of course, wanted... Loves to have the faces of people, like faces of, of humanoids is like her thing. And she, of course, went right to Dorn. Dorn is a, a, sh- a shadow, what is he? It's a shade, a shade creature who's wearing the body of someone else who's named Potter. And they said, we're just going to take, well, we'll just take his face. And he's like, sure. And so they, <laughs> they scraped his face off. And then she took that and said, here, here's the key. I like this face. And I'll give you another face. And gave him the face of a dwarven woman. So he now has a dwarven woman's face on his humanoid body that's being possessed by that's that's <laughs> that's being possessed by the shade that is Dorn. so that it was really gruesome that was definitely one i probably should have paused for a minute just to make sure everybody's good with the gore but i was pretty sure everybody seemed to be good with the gore and where our group is tight-knit enough that they, they know about pause for a minute no one did but it was really you know the, 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 <laughs> the idea of scraping the face off with the equivalent of like a cheese peeler was was pretty gruesome and they they, they you know i was i was suitably horrified and but they got it and they got the key. So now they went back to the, the tomb of the the, the the sarcophagus that is holding the, the, the river king. And when they release or the river lord, the river lord, not the river king, the king of the king of the dance, the king of the river dance. And they're going to release the river lord. The river lord is going to go for Lagfell. That'll help them defeat Lagfell. And then they can get to the chain thing. And that gets rid of they'll have defeated two. And then they have to go defeat Shogoth. That's the next one is, is figuring out how to defeat Shogoth. So that's where all of this, this stands. In the same time in the last, in two sessions back, they had met Kagoth, or not Kagoth, see, they met Gellert the Gruesome who fled. He's like, I'm, I, he screwed something up so bad on the, on the lowest level that he's like, I'm out of here and he's going to leave. I want to have like a final confrontation with them. And I might, I might have that as sort of a, a, I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to work that out. And I guess I don't have to worry about it right now. But my thought is like, I would love to have sort of a montage at the end, which is like them hunting down the guy that caused all these problems. And it may not even happen in the Scarlet Citadel. It's happening somewhere else. Like whether they go back to Scarlet, they, they go back to Red Tower and he's now in Red Tower and they face him there or whether they have to kind of hunt him down somewhere else in Midgard and we can have this sort of you know conclusion later about them hunting down Gellert the Gruesome I think it'd be fun or it could just be part of somebody's regular story and maybe they never actually face Gellert the Gruesome I think maybe that's okay yeah could could work so we'll see so today to prep for our game we're going to generate a new session planning template today is 25th of June and we are going to take a look at our characters. So for today's game, we have Bart. Bart is the, the player who is playing Bart is actually not going to be there. So we're not going to worry too much about Bart. Dorn is a shade fighter sorcerer who now is wearing the face of a dwarf. I, I think I had the name of the, the dwarf face. I think I, I, I think I dropped that in here. I hope I did. Wow, look at that backstory. Now wearing the face of a dwarf woman. So Dorn is a shade garble. So, so one of the things that we can think about today is what are the aspects of the game? This is something new I've been doing. 
which is the idea of character hooks. What is a hook that can draw Dorn into the game? That can draw the character Dorn into the game? Dorn can feel the corruption of Vardazane's influence here in the Black River. I've had that, but I haven't had the connection to, to Vardazane. I think that that works. Garble is played, I think Pat, I think Garble's player is also not going to be there today. Mez, Roomseleth, is a fighter parfumier. The connection here, probably also, Mez can feel the corruption of Vardazane's on the river. I think both Mez and Dorne can feel that. Sister Malarkey Jones is a tiefling warlock cleric noble. Sister Malarkey is a follower of the Weird Weaver. Malarkey can feel the, the sealing nature of the third icosahedron. One of four connections has been broken. The other three are Lagfell, the chain thing, and Shogoth. And the Skrink Skibbers, Ratfolk, Wizard, Occultist, can also feel probably the same thing. And I think we still have this like Skrink sacrifice is what brought the Shogoth into existence. I think another like a tributary, the Black River actually flows beneath Zobek. I think that might be kind of fun. That's kind of a fun character hook. So those are the four characters who are in today's game. Dorn, Mez, Malarkey, and Skrink. Our strong start is very straightforward. Attack of the Wraiths of Lagfell. That's very easy to do. Do these Wraiths already have stat blocks? Did I already do that? They do not. So we are going to search a monster database. Look for Wraith. We're going to use the Wraith from the Menagerie import that and save and then that changed it to wraith so now we hit safe on that so now if i click this i should see a clash view and it shows me the actual wraith the wraith stat block now if i duplicate it does this one also show the wraith stat block it does okay which means i can delete this guy delete this guy delete this guy and then i can go boop let me double check that again. Yep, still has a stat block. Wraiths are tough too. This is going to be a hard fight. Hey, my mom is here. Hi, mom. So I'm using a plugin for Albert. This this all here when, when you're like, hey, what's this map thing? This is Albert Rodeo. Albert Rodeo is my favorite virtual tabletop. Albert Rodeo also has a plugin called Clash. Clash lets you do initiative, but it also lets you pull documents, pull monsters directly from Open 5e, which means I can pull cool monsters from open 5e and have their stat blocks we'll just make new tokens here boop 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 and then we'll select them how do you how do you how do you multi-select oh man whoops group edit interesting oh look at that they named them a b c and d which i don't like and so if i rename them now because i don't like those names if i rename them it's going to blow their stats away i'll have a right up against Doran. I guess it's not critical. So it's got a particular way it wants you to do things and it doesn't like the way. Anyway, okay, I think that'll work for now. Now what I can also do is, let's see, we can pull, so Bart is not there, so we're gonna hide Bart. We're gonna we'll stick Bart over here and hide him. I guess that's already hidden. Malarkey is here, Mez is here, Skrink is here, and Dorn is here. And so now, Malkaren, we're gonna put away. Malkaren is so funny, by the way. 
now I select all these guys and, oh, it accidentally selected the boat. I had a lot of time figuring out how to get people detached from the boat as well. See, like now it's, it's, it's attached, but like I tried the whole like link and attach thing and it wasn't working really well either. Troubles. So I selected all those and now I can remove from initiative and then add to initiative. And now we've got all of them in initiative and we'll just roll these guys. There we go. So how do I get, why is the liquid tentacle roper still there? How do I, how do I, is there a way to remove somebody from the initiative? Watch as Mike monkeys around with, so I, I have to do, I, I know I can do it this way, is I gotta go find those roper people and remove them from initiative. Malarkey, Mez, Bart, Dorn, Skrink. So somebody else who's on here, Bart is not on here and Mar, Mara is, so that's good. They go to Bart and remove Bart there. Now the initiative is set. And then they can roll for initiative. It, it reset my wraiths again. Why did it do that? I'm just going to have the wraiths go on 12. Okay, cool. Clearly some little oddities with Clash. But now that's set. Now I can bring the boat back. We can bring Malkarin back. So Mal, who's Malkarin? So the boat is being driven around by a golem that is dressed up like the Reaper, dressed up like Karen the Boatman. And the characters figured out that, oh, this isn't really Karen the Boatman. This is like a m mimic of Karen the Boatman. So they started referring to him as Malkarin, Mal kind of like Mal Santa. And uh, it stuck. And now it just, it makes me giggle uh, every time. I think it's hysterical. So Malkarin is not involved in the battle. He just boats them around wherever they ask to be, to be to be taken. And that's how they get there. So that's our strong start is the attack of the Wraiths of Lagfell releasing the River Lord. I think the River Lord has a, has a river, river King? River King is the Guardian of Sticks. So fighting the race of Lagfell is my first scene. My second scene is going to be releasing the River King. At that point, they'll have an option. They'll have options face lagfell which i think they're going to want to do because if they're they probably want to get going to want to get to lagfell's lair while the river king is there so that they have the opportunity of fighting alongside the river king because if they wait they're like well maybe she defeats him and maybe she gets more powerful but the other one is face the shogoth at the 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 lair of the deep ones then the the other scene if they face vardazane is face the what's it called the chain thing and then once they've done that, once they've released all of those, oh, find the third icosahedron at the portal to Ling. Ling is another world that is being protected by the spiders of Ling, and they were summoned to protect the icosahedron by, by, what's her name? Geller, not Gellert the Gruesome, Immortal the Debased. Find and recover the third, and then delve into level six and seal the Void Rift. And that's pretty much the end of the campaign. Recover the fourth Icosahedron. The land is saved. Fine. Hunt down Gellert. Cool. So what secrets and clues do we have that can be exposed? Um, the River King, let's see, Lagfell, used to worship Charon. But what? What happened? What would have happened to, to get, but ended up following the twisted nature of Vardazane. The Lord of Hunger? Why don't we look up some Vardazane lore? Pantheon, Dark Gods. He's gonna be all the way at the bottom. There he is. 
Ghoul god of the bottomless maw, lord of unending thirst, the hunger god, the unsated god, devourer of souls, patron of Darakul. Am I spelling it right? D-E-S-A-I-N. Yep. Is the ghoul god of the bottomless maw. Let's see, all creatures hunger and without food life ends. Rydazane took this primal need and built a faith ranging from simple gluttony to cannibal feasting. A fun angle. Oh, I could, I could have fun. So one of my players is in both of my campaigns and it might be fun if Lagfell is in contact and we're going to, let's see, we're going to connect my two campaigns together for fun, just for fun. And only one player is going to, is going to know this with Radomir Marrow Blight and Moretto Lichmark. Lagfell is giving information to the high priest of Vardazane in Vandicole information about how to harvest blood from old nobility and use it to fuel, to create new Darakul. So that's a fun little hook into Empire of the Ghouls, which my other group is dealing with. But one player will, will know that because he's playing in both campaigns. So that could be fun. What other... Oh, so the River King, Vart Lagfell, betrayed the River, King, the River King and sealed up in this sarcophagus. Lagfell, using power and magic given to her by Immorta. Whoops, that's the stats. Is there another Immorta that debased? She has a new name now. Clara, there we go. Use, using power, summoned... The chain thing, which is twisting the nature of the Black River and tore open rifts to the Dustlands on level one and two. That's an important bit of consideration. Something terrible has happened on level six. A void, a rift to the void has opened and is growing. Slowly at first and then quickly. Maybe someone has a vision. Could one of the characters have a vision? I think I think that might be who would be most likely to have a vision? Skrink might have that vision. Malarkey might have that vision. One of the characters, someone, has a vision of the growth of the void rift eating the crossroads. That would be a fun if left unchecked. If left unchecked, the Void Rifts will devour Red Tower and soon the Crossroads itself. That's a good one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I need two more secrets. So what other things could they learn? I think we've already said this, but the, the altar, let's see, the altar where Skrink was sacrificed to draw the Shogoth into the world exists both on the Black River and beneath Zobek. That's cool. Anything else with these, with these final, the final edges? I don't know. Oh, we'll hang on to that. I don't really need fantastic locations because they're all in the book. I've been deleting those. For NPCs, River King, Brute were the Blood Hag, they've already met. I can probably pull them off of my, off of my list. So I don't think they're planning to go meet there. 
a Shogoth chain thing, Lagfell, those are all good. Noas, the, the Warlock White Skull, I got to remember these. So these are all the good current NPCs. I don't think that there's any other NPCs. We have four characters. They are level, are they level six? I think they're only six level. Is that right? Man, I might need to level them up. Maybe they'll level up after defeating. Well, let's see. Yeah, I think they're going to level up after defeating because I think they're only six level and that's bananas. Or are they seventh? I can't remember if they're seventh level. They might be seventh. So the, the, the benchmark is 14, which I think means that four whites are probably, they're CR5. So that's 20. That's pretty hard as an initial battle. Take a look at the, what the whites do. They have their aura of fear. They do a life drain. Wraith targets a creature within five feet, forcing them to make DC 14 con save. They attack con. And that reduction lasts. Do they have reactions? No, they do not have any reactions. So they just do this life drain, which is pretty terrible. Con saves. That doesn't sound that bad. 14 damage is pretty light. But it's 14 damage that automatically lowers their hit points. So it could be potentially deadly. I think we're probably good with four of those, though. Because that, that CR5, they do that more with the Aura of Fear, too. Yeah, so I think we're probably good with four. They look like a weaker a weaker CR5 using the, the wraiths from the Menagerie. I've got all of these creatures here that I can that I can pull out and I can also pull any of these things into these are yeah this is pretty much everything let's take a look at the Hierophant the Hierophant Lich we're gonna go to Mike's monster database and we are going to look at the Hierophant Lich so the Hierophant Lich is only CR9 that's pretty low for Lich isn't it 91 hit points can levitate rejuvenate turn resistance which for me is turn immunity unholy smite plus five is what's the Hierophant Lich from Scar Creature Codex. Just for fun, let's take a look if there's a, a Lich in... I think there is, but I don't think it's in the Tome of Beasts, the new Tome of Beasts. I guess there is no Lich. That's a bummer. So there's no Lich in Tome of Beasts 1. Where was my... So the Hierophant Lich has an Unholy Smite. Plus 5 to hit, 1 target, 8 plus 9 Necrotic. Target must succeed in ZC 117 Wisdom. Saving throw be charmed. Meh. Legendary Actions. Unholy Smite cost two actions that is really weak that is not a powerful lich at all so i think what other what other liches might we have virtuous virtuoso pact lich adult black dragon lich demi lich and then we have the straight lich let's look at the a5e actual lich ac21 ac18 cr21 ac18 170 hit points Legendary resistance, rejuvenate. I think this. I think we're gonna make her a actual lich. She's plus twelve to hit, nineteen cold damage, and paralyzing until the end of the next turn. It can do arc lightning. That's pretty great. Firebolting, thunderwave, blur, fireball, confusion, disintegrate. So I think we'll probably eat away. She probably won't start off with her biggest spells. Eldritch aura, surrounds with magical rune covered, glowing, translucent, ten foot aura moves. Death Aura. The Aura casts purple light. Each living creature ends in turn to take 17 necrotic damage. And the Lich regains hit points. Shield Aura has, 30, uh, has 35 hit points. Whenever it would take damage, the Aura takes the damage instead. That's pretty cool. Spell Shield Aura. Any spell cast with a fifth level or spell slot from outside the Aura can't affect anything. I like that. That's, that's you know, this is a cool Lich. Sabotage Spell. Shield. That's such a dick move. Eldritch Aura. Surrounds itself with a ma magical rune-covered glowing translucent Aura. The Aura moves... Isn't that the same? Aren't these the same? It's interesting. Why would those be both? 
Let me look at the source and see. Yeah, I don't know why those are under reactions as well. Sabotage spell and shielder, it's only reactions. Yeah, but if they're fighting alongside the River King, maybe it will be eating up, the River King will be eating up like it's Disintegrate spell and it's Finger of Death and Power Word Stun and stuff like that. So that's pretty good. So I think we're going to use that Lich. And they'll have a Lich fight at very low level. But they'll be doing it because they, they saved the River King. But these are not reactions. I don't know why those came in as reactions. Cool. Back to my notes. All right. So what have we got? We got our secrets. Oh, I'm in the wrong one. There we go. Got my secrets. There's one more secret. If I have room for one more secret, let me just look at the last notes and see if there's any secret that didn't come up that, that kind of fits. Third Icosahedron resents in the Spider of Ling. Uh, we can steal that one. All those other secrets got picked up. There. Cool. I got my monsters. Lots of monsters. We Let's see. We, we did our Roper fun. So the Roper is no longer something we need. Blood Hag is taken care of. So I don't think we need to have the Blood Hag in here. I decided on a lesser Shogoth. I made one up. I think the rest of these are fine. Treasure... Uh, is there any? Let's take a look at the Scarlet Citadel book and let's look at levels five and let's see if there's any treasure down there. So we are going to be looking at, where's 519? That's that pool. So let's see if 511, if there's a pool. See what I mean about these long ass room descriptions? Shadow River Lord has no treasure. That's That sucks. Let's, let's roll some up. There should be treasure in here. I don't know why there'd be treasure in the sarcophagus where it trapped it. Probably the Hierophant Lich has the treasure. But maybe there's something here. Let's take a look at We'll do a DMG item, the Bag of Beans, Helm of Brilliance. That's pretty powerful. Bracers of Archery. Somebody would certainly like those. Why not? We'll grab those and keep them handy in case somebody gets excited about those. Ring of Telekinesis is kind of cool. And let's see. Let's do some Vault of Magic items. I like this. Ghoulbane Oil. How about Lichbane? Lichbane oil would be cool. If Hildith takes damage from the coated item, it takes an extra 2d6 damage of the weapon's type. Valkyrie's Bite, kind of an interesting, a plus two scimitar. It gives you advantage on initiative rolls. Kind of like that. How about a, whoops, let's do a item. We will flavor it in Midgard, and we're going to put deep magic spells. Shadowy Infernal Statue of Chernabog the Black God that casts Gear Barrage. What's Demon Within? see what that is. Demon within. Third, one human of your choice becomes a gateway for a demon to enter the plane of existence. You choose the demon's type from among the challenge rating four or lower. Eh, that's kind of cool. Demon within is pretty great. So we're going to do that. So I like the shadowy infernal stature of Chernabog, the black god that casts demon within. So we're going we're gonna to mix this up a little bit. So we're going to keep that spell and we're going to keep this flavor. And that's one magic item. That one looks cool and fun. Let's hit some other ones here. Ghoulish Key of Thoth Hermes, God of Knowledge, that casts Blood Tide. What's Blood Tide? Constant through bleed through nose, eyes, and ears. Bleeding yields no damage from the hose of minus one penalty on intelligence, charisma, or wisdom checks. That's grisly. It's kind of a fun, grim item. It's a cantrip. What kind of item might that work well on? Glove of Typhon. Oozing Cyclopean Scrimshaw of Akishagal, Demon Lord of Cockroaches. I like that. That casts Blood Tide. I like it. That's, that's, and it can do it at will. It'd be like a little amulet. Oozing Clockwork Lamp of Nethys, the King of the Sea, that casts Drown. Let's see what Drown does. Lungs fill with seawater. That's kind of fun. 
we'll try that. Where did it go? There it is. I don't like the oozing clockwork lamp. I'm looking for something that would make sense for a... I like this obsidian shadowy bowl. Crystalline water-filled bowl of Nethys, the king of the sea that cast drown. That's pretty good. Um, let's put some just pure cash. We'll do a tier two and we'll grab this. Now this is better. So we've got a bunch of cash. And then we got that. And we can get rid of our notes because we don't really need that. I guess we could still keep our session notes around. So I got my treasure. I've got monsters. I've got NPCs. I've got secrets. I've got scenes. I got my strong start, my character hooks. I've got my maps. I am all set. So I think we are all, all ready for today's game. Friends, I want to thank you all for hanging out with me today while I prepared for my Sunday RPG. If you enjoy this show and you want to see more stuff like it, consider subscribing to the Sly Flourish newsletter. You get a weekly RPG-related email directly sent to your inbox, plus a free Adventure Generator PDF. You can also support me directly on Patreon. Patrons get access to that treasure generator that I was just showing as one of the patron-exclusive features that you get, plus a whole bunch of other exclusive stuff. Lots of great things that you get for being a patron. And you can also pick up any of my books, including Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, The Lazy DM's Workbook, and The Lazy DM's Companion, all available in the Sly Flourish bookstore. Links for all of those are in the show notes. Thank you all very much. Have a great day and get out there and play an RPG.